0: What to do, people? I want to welcome all of you to another edition of the Very Unsportsmanlike podcast. My name is Quincy, and this is my podcast. And on the Very Unsportsmanlike podcast, we like to discuss sports, mainly the NFL, but we do cover boxing, basketball, or whatever else may come up, sideline to sideline, end zone to end zone. You know how we do it. And so joining me as usual, two of my show legends. I got the homie Buck down there in Florida. And my man Ray up there in Jersey, fellas, what's going on?
1: What's up? Hey, what's going on, y'all?
0: A couple of basketball things. Kyrie is not going to play with the Nets because he's not vaccinated. And Ben Simmons decides he's going to return back to the Sixers. Uh, Real quick, I mean, as far as Kyrie is concerned, man, I I, I mean, a rule is a rule. So you got to abide by the rule of the state of New York. So, I mean, really, was no choice on this, right? Either he's going to get vaccinated and play, or he's going to yeah. not get vaccinated. He's going to, you know, just sit up.
2: If if I was the Mets, I would cut Kyrie. If there was any loophole, I wouldn't have to pay him. I don't know what's wrong with these owners. Because if I had a billion dollars, a guy wouldn't make $40 million off me. If he had to sit down or whatever the case may be, he would get that money back just like I was the Mafia. Well, I, <laughs> all types of bad shit happen. I heard but, yeah. today, I heard
0: today that he's not going to get paid. Though I haven't seen it in writing, yeah. but that's what somebody hey. said
2: on the radio that he's not going to get paid while he sits out. But but once again, if his name is on that contract, we would advise him to do the right thing. If he was to do something different, all types of bad shit gonna happen. And to, and I don't know what's wrong with these owners. That's how we gonna run it. I mean a guy go from being a superstar to having broke legs and he can't even do nothing. And everybody just wonder what happened. Because he wouldn't do me like that. Period. Um, you know, well oh, I'll hold him down and put that shot and it's on his arm himself.
0: But I respect the man if he doesn't want to get a shot. I mean, I'm totally fine with nah. that.
2: Oh, wait, wait a minute.
0: Back, back that up, You Why do uh, you respect that? Because everybody got a decision to do what they want to do when it comes to their
2: health. No, no. When you are a part of a team setting and you can potentially shut down their whole facility if you do not do it, why wouldn't you think a person should want to get vaccinated?
0: No, I'm saying, but I mean he's making a choice not to beat him. well. I ain't saying he's making a no choice, but um if he oh, doesn't if want to get vaccinated, then walking. Yeah, walking away from it, if that's his decision, then I I mean I don't have no problem with that.
2: Okay, but don't expect the people to pay you. That's all I said. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. read me. I mean, he this is a
1: choice. This is a choice that he's deciding to make. Um you know, but you know. In all honesty, there's probably more to it than just the vaccine. Um, you know, I always, I always kind of question. You know, after you know he left Cleveland or wherever the hell he was with with LeBron and and coming over there to the Nets. I, you know, in my in my opinion, it was just too many stars there to begin with, and I just didn't know if this was going to work out in the first place. It's gotten to a point now where I mean. Yeah, he's had some injuries and things of that nature, but he's just not the same caliber player he used to be. And he's using the vaccine that maybe as a as a as an out. Um, you know, he's done a lot of questionable things over the last, you know, three or four years in the first place, before all this COVID stuff even started. So um, you know, he can, you know, this is an easy out for him. You know, I don't know, you know, if the best thing to do is cut him. Since he doesn't want to get a vaccine, he can go to another team that maybe he doesn't have to have the vaccine and play there. Um, but when he comes back to New York to play in there, they're not gonna probably let him play there. I don't know how, how they, uh, they want to come. They won't. You know, so at this point he's got a decision to make. You know, it's either, you know, you're you're you know, when you're playing in the NFL, you're playing in the NBA, playing for, you know, driving for NASCAR, any of these, any of these teams. You know there are certain things that you're just gonna have to do, and um, you know, shoot, if you go if if you go to Vegas, you go to a game, you got to show proof that you've been vaccinated. And you know there are people getting vaccinated, so just so they can go watch NFL football in the stadium. So if they're willing, if fans are willing to do what they need to do, then you need to you need to be you need to man up and do what you need to do if you plan on playing NBA basketball you know that's it yeah, yeah. I, I don't i don't think he i don't think he
3: really he uh, don't really get passionate about the shot i i, I think it's it's kind of like kind of like what you hitting to buck i think it's something mm-hmm. else he probably just um kind of want to be the man so to speak and when shit didn't pan out the way i guess with well, some of us with injury or whatever when he was with boston he was supposed to be like you know the superstar this is my team and and yeah. then uh, when they brought um, uh, Harden the over, you know, I oh, don't know, I'm talking about when he got to this, when they brought uh, James Harden over then that when that happened, I said, I don't know how this shit going to pan out. So I think some yeah. of that's underlying.
2: See, see, see this is what I got a problem with. This guy for six or seven years, he didn't say shit. When he's at Cleveland and all these other places, then you look at the brown them, how they try to do and try to stay woke and whatever you want to call it. And then you wanna start speaking up. You didn't say nothing for how many years. Now everything is well, it's society and stuff is big and you gotta take three or four games off because you don't like because the police jumped on somebody. Man, police been jumping on people before you were <laughs> born. Now now you come in here. And then when you take the four or five games off, you want the man to pay you 400 and thousand dollars a game. Yeah. And you ain't even playing a game. Now, if you don't want the man to pay you, that's one thing. A game. And everybody talking about, well, it's his choice, and he can take the vaccine, and he's not taking it. You are a part of something. If you don't want to be a part of something, I don't want to do Gotta anything retire. that can endanger that would endanger other people that you care about. Now, you can turn around, because I'm going to tell you, when you get your ass in that hospital, some people sticking you and giving you any damn thing they want to give you. Yeah. And you can say, well, oh, well, what was that? Oh, this is a hefty such and such. This is a needle for this. This is a shot. This is, this. Is, you know, different. You don't put no medicine in your body and you say that. That's one thing. But they have to give you things that help you get better. And now everybody, oh, it's a big deal with the vaccine. When you took flu vaccines, you didn't took everything. Come on, man. I just I just I just don't see it. And Kevin Durant is another guy that's that that's duped. You went there listening to this guy because he's supposed to be your friend when you should have stayed your ass in Golden State. See, if this guy would have stayed in Golden State, he probably would have had at least four rings minimum. And that means LeBron would have had three. And you end up with six by the time you retire and you got more rings than him at the end of your career. Now the conversation is different, but y'all did it in the same era. But you're too dumb to see that. Now, hard to call a guy to make $100 million a year, but you're getting it <laughs> off of basketball, not brain power. So... Now, you fool around here with Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving's amazing. Got the best handles I ever seen in a basketball player. But at the same time, all this rhetoric, all this bullshit, you know how hard 400000 miles is to get out here? You get in a game, playing 32 minutes. A game. And you can't put that shot in your arm. Boy, look here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll
0: see what happens there. What do you think about Ben Simmons coming back? I mean, I think he kind of ruined his trade value when he said he wasn't coming back the first time.
2: No, they should trade Kyrie Irving for Ben Simmons and let James Harden do what he did, let Ben Simmons run that point. All he got to do is rebound and pass that ball and play defense. Now you Sound don't like need a win-win. Oh, yes, yeah, absolutely a win-win. Ben Simmons is a very good player.
0: All right. So, all right. So, we'll go ahead and uh, get to the story of the, of, the, of the last 48 hours, 24 hours. And, um, well, I guess you go back to Saturday, go back to Friday if you want. This whole John Gruden thing. Uh, John Gruden said some insulting things about a black man on Friday but uh, it looked like he was going to keep his job. But then he used a gay slur and talked about women, and that was a wrap. And John Gruden is out with the Raiders. And, Ray, with you being the resident Raider fan, I mean, how do you feel about how everything went down, man? I mean, it happened
2: kind of quick. Well, the thing about it is is a lot of things were said 10 years ago. But in order to put it in perspective, if that would have been the Asian person he talked about, that would have been Jew or something like that, they he would have been up out there. So we gotta take the same stance to it and say, okay, well, now that something to see you talking about the man's lips and everything else, okay, you gotta go. And then when they say, oh man, once he got out here with, with these alphabets and stuff, it was over. Now, this is what I'm talking about. If your emails came out, Three or four days before all this. And then the NFL, seeing which way the wind going to blow. You know, is anybody going to come out? And anybody going to start marching? Is the NAACP coming? Where is our Sharpton? We don't see these guys, so now we're going to let it go. And then when the email surface again, where you start talking about other people, now it's got to go. That's exactly what Dave Chappelle is talking about. And the special. You can see the special. very funny. Go check it out. The closer. But the yeah, thing is, really is, yeah, and, and, and that's what I had a problem with. Now, you say, hey, all right, time you said this here about this man lips and stuff, you gotta go because I'm quite sure they knew that that wasn't the only email that was sent. Or Bruce Allen could have told them that was the only email that was sent. So, to me, it was handled wrong off the top. And then when other people got involved with it, and then you want to do the right thing and everything else. In other words, we said we don't give a shit with you black folks, they, even though the majority of you are playing the game. We want these other people, when a woman getting beat or getting talked about, disrespected, or uh, transgender or homosexual, whatever, and get talked about, now we want to do something when everybody should be included in being disrespected and treated the same way. And it ain't just not like that. That's the issue I got with it. But as far as John Gruden goes, I think you know the guy's is, is, is an asshole, and you know he's been coaching our team wrong since he come back, and he need to get up out of there. A ten year deal is far too long. If your name is not Belichick or, or uh McVay or somebody like that, and I think that uh he he's been on. Uh, he he's a hustler. How do you go to ESPN and be the highest paid player? What is a paid uh, person in there? What did he do to, to deserve that contract? I don't care who your agent is. Who who's who's John Gruden? You out there scow- scowling at people and stuff, and they call you Chucky and all that, but what are you doing on the field? And I think we played so bad Sunday is because a lot of guys probably wasn't with with all everything that was going on. Yeah. I mean, you know. Because we didn't look nothing Sunday like we looked in all the other four games. And 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 I just don't, you know, I think they did the right thing in getting them up out of there. Now you can say you resigned, but why would a man resign if he leaves $60 million on the table or he could get up there and say, well, that was 10 years ago. I was just kidding around. I was just joking. I'm a different guy now. And let them find you. And you can claim, lay claim to that money. Why would you resign? Because you he know he's super.
1: <clears throat> well, uh,
0: Buck, Eminem, real quick, y'all got anything you want to add?
1: Well, I mean, bottom line of it is this. Um, he should have been fired Friday when all of this came out. He wasn't fired. Um although
2: they didn't come out. They
1: talk about alphabet yet. You know, it was just, you know, that our, you know, the the rumors were there. Um, you know, Gruden, you know, I guess he had a history of, you know, being this type of person. Nobody knew about it, but you know, except for the people that he sent these emails to. Um bottom line of it is, I mean, He's out of the Raiders organization. He really put a blemish on their organization as far as, you know, how the this transpired. Um, hopefully he doesn't screw up these guys' season because the season is actually going in a fairly good direction. Um, it's just sad to see that we still deal with this type of stuff in 2021. Um, and somebody on a high level, that somebody is supposed to be a figure, a leader of a team. And I'm quite sure in the I'm quite sure in the coming week that we're going to see more come out of this raid or whatever that happened in Washington. Um, I'm surprised that the Washington owner hadn't been fired at this point or told to resign or whatever, because something about the Washington football team, Washington Redskins, whatever you desire to call them. It always centers around these guys, and I mean, there's just more and more and more coming out. And at some point, the ownership of the of the Redskins needs to change because under Daniel Snyder, we've had more drama than than the law allows. And I'm wondering how big this is going to get. We got Gruden out of there, but what other coach or owner or higher up, general manager or something that may be you know, let go because of some of the things that they said. So we'll see what happens. But I mean, it's a it's a sad day for the National Football League. And We shouldn't be dealing with this in 2021.
0: Yeah, I I um I, I don't know. I think it's bad. I mean, the emails have been over the years, and I think it's um what is I don't know what Bruce Allen is doing now. I don't. I don't I'm guessing he's not employed by anybody related to the NFL. Because I heard he was on the other end of some of those emails, and there's no telling what other people, you know, may have been involved with some of this, and um, and we'll we'll see what if any if any other dominoes fall. But uh, all of this really just stemmed from the Reds, from the Washington, where they were the Redskins at the time, when the Washington Redskins got all kinds of stuff going on, and now they're talking about uh, Gruden had emails of topless red skin cheerleaders and all this stuff. And uh, they said that Bruce Allen and the Redskins had a cheerleader swimsuit uh, photo shoot somewhere, um, somewhere, you know, on an island or something. And the cheerleaders were asked to take some topless photos. Now they weren't going to be facing the camera, but of course you're walking around topless as you get prepared to, you know, to, to take the pose or whatever, and they said the Redskins organization had a, in, invited a whole bunch of men on the set, and they're just sitting there looking at the women and stuff. Man. <laughs> they, they, said, they said Washington was doing some creepy stuff, man, and then after all of that happened, the women had to, like, be escorts for some of those dudes at a banquet that night wow. And stuff. Wow. And a lot of the women kind of felt some type of way about it, and then the only they didn't get paid for anything. They got, like, free expenses as far as traveling and food, but I don't think they got paid for the trip. Ooh, and man, and, they, they didn't have a, run, gun, to
3: the, didn't have yeah. a gun to their head, though. I mean, that's, they got you know, the I have millionaires. a big problem
2: with that. They, right. meat, I mean,
3: they got to the, the meet millionaires. Well, let, me the 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 let, let me tell you the problem I got. Let me tell you the problem I got. Well, not that part is... Uh, I like some of the stuff Mike Tarico said and different people. They like, well, hey, that ain't the John I knew. When when it comes to these other communities, it's always offended. Why is anybody not ever saying, well, yeah, the email messed up, but that's not the guy I knew. It's always somebody black saying that wasn't the person they knew. But the other people that's offended, nobody ever comes to defense fence saying that's not the guy mm-hmm. I know.
2: And you know, I, I have a big a, problem with that. I had Cole, a big call that call
0: NASA. say that, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. I um, yeah. I I was I I was talking to my my lady about uh, I didn't like what Mike Tarico and uh, Tony Dungy said on, on Monday Night Football, um, or, or Sunday Night, whatever it was, Monday or whatever it was. Sunday. Night. I didn't like. Yeah, I didn't like what they said talking about Will. I've never experienced anything out of the ordinary. I mean, who's gonna be racist in front of you? You know, the average racist is not going to be racist in front of you unless they're just like a flat out clansman or something. So, I mean, why even waste your breath saying that? Because you're defending the man without looking like you're defending him. Yeah, you know, like you know, Randy Mouse called him out, Keyshawn Johnson went off on him today. Uh, uh, and uh oh, yeah, well, you the,
2: don't like group anyway, you know that, right
0: right and Tampa Bay they took down his name from the ring of honor so I mean this dude has been disgraced he's never gonna work in the league again uh I mean maybe he'll pop up somewhere in division three football you know school five years mm-hmm. from now but
1: I wonder hey, you, now, you know this brings an interesting point it brings an interesting point what you know his brother was the coach of that team so maybe his brother might be the same way as John is I mean uh-oh. This goes, this goes, <laughs> that's, messed that's messed up. His
2: brother now, that's messed
1: up.
0: But just want the Ravens to fail,
1: <laughs> and it ain't got nothing to do with the Ravens. The bottom line of it is, is that I mean, this is a man that was coaching with the Redskins at the time, so he had to have known something that all of this was going on because I mean, you, you know, this goes further, and plus, you know, his son. Is the I think one I think John Gruden's son wrote them for the Raiders or something like that, or one of the other teams or something like that. So this goes deep, and um, you know John is really kind of messing up a lot of people. You know, not only himself, but his brother's going to be scrutinized, his son's going to be scrutinized. This, this, and like I said, you know, when you raid, you send in it the FBI and ATF and all them people over there to raid the office. And you, you knew this was going to get big. So like I said, there's going to be some more dominoes that fall in the coming weeks because, you know, everything that they've been finding. And they may, who knows? They may go back to the facility so, and raid some more. So, so so let me ask you guys this, the emails were discovered
0: through the raid? Um, I guess that's how it was discovered. They were going and looking for information on the Washington team for that lawsuit and everything that was going down with them. And that's where it was found out that... Um, okay,
3: so it was about Washington, then he, he yeah. got discovered doing that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I never did understand this, the full scope of that. Okay. For,
2: for Bruce yeah. Allen and others to not report that behavior when they held to a higher standard, he should be reprimanded for that also. As I said, I don't know what Bruce Allen is
0: even doing now, if he's still employed or, or, or what, uh, it looks like he's no longer an executive.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. and and they kind of go one of them things. Cuba, if you out of sight, out of mind, people ain't gonna come at you. But if people see you, then they are gonna yeah. uh, always come at you a certain way.
0: But it's got to be some other people involved. So I mean, there are a lot of people probably on pins and needles right now. As, yeah, as but far as the stuff, on. these
3: cheerleaders and stuff. I mean, what they saying about that? I mean, that's supposed. To be, I mean, it ain't like they underage girls or something. I'm saying like that's that's pushing. I, you know
0: from from what from what i heard about that is that um the organization kind of misrepresented what the the trip was going to be about and it was more about them being escorts to these men more so than you know the photo shoot and then you're passing around their topless photos i mean they're walking around getting dressed and trying to go you know and take this do this calendar or whatever. And you're taking the topest photos and emailing them to different people around the league. I mean, that, that's that's a little <laughs> that's about as slimy as it gets, right there, man. I mean, well, yeah, you can, they didn't you know can it, argue, but... you can argue, you know, some of the stuff, but but you can't be sending naked photos of folks around to coaches and you know and stuff like that. Man, no telling how many people got those photos. You know, and that's not anything that I'm sure they it to. Yeah. Um,
3: you know, no pun intended, but what happened in Vegas stays in Vegas. I guess he was a victim of something that didn't happen in Vegas, so.
1: Yeah, so. It happened in Washington. and didn't stay in Washington.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's just, man, it's, I mean, I, he's going to be a recluse now. That dude, he can't even go to the grocery store, man, or anything like that because he's going to have – uh, somebody from yeah the L- LGBT community coming at him or women or you know, whatever you know he he got to lay low
1: he might well move to Mexico he can he can do that shit down there
3: yeah he go to a foreign country he'll be okay he just he'll you know happy, he just man. have to lay, stay out of America for a minute
0: they bet, they better check those he'd probably get away with that, that shit down there. he might a, have said a, something he's
3: about right.
2: Hispanics. Yeah he's a, I'm sure he's a, he did honey. He's yep. 150 million dollars up. He ain't gotta do nothing. Sketchers just let he's him
1: get He can order his groceries out. in. He orders groceries, he can use Grubhub and all that shit. So he'll be fine. I mean, no,
0: he ain't gonna, he's not hurting financially or anything like that, but you know, me personally, I like to be able to go out and do something
2: now and then. Yeah. And that, then half of, me, country, I don't and half of this country is Trump, so they gonna back what he said anyway so <laughs> yep. he'll find and the community good. he'll find yeah, he is. Good. Yeah, it's all good <laughs> yeah, it's all good so, like uh, I say he talked about the wrong people when yeah, especially with the uh, on, or, with... Or last week nobody said nothing
1: yeah. hey, exactly. he He can be a Republican he can go down there and hang out with Trump yeah. Trump got away with it so he can too Trump won't I mean but it's he, uh, tomorrow, he'll be alright down there
0: and I know it's like a it's a it's a complete different topic for another conversation, but I, I just think that you know it's amazing how somebody says something about black people and they're not even talking about suspending them, but as so you say something about somebody else, you lose your job that. and and, and exactly. your name taken down and
1: yeah, you know, everything all that
0: stuff. Yeah. I mean in, in yep. 24 hours. Yeah. So but all right, let's yeah, move because, on to
3: some actual. Yeah, it's on. it's a it's a different topic for a different day, but that's 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 yeah, what a lot of up. coaches on the outside uh, on us, they don't understand. The Ain't the... oh. that everybody... Okay. What about now? Come on, better good. Uh,
0: good. All right. We'll go ahead and get to these games, and uh, let's see. We had uh, the Rams beat the Seahawks 26-17, and let's see. I believe me and Eminem both picked the Rams, and the biggest loss of this game was Russell Wilson. I mean, Russell Wilson's going to be out for a minute. His finger got put on sideways when when he hit um, Aaron Donald throwing the ball, and that's going to be huge for Seattle. To lose Russell oh, yeah. Wilson. Now um, Bucks favorite boy, Jano, is, is is gonna be starting. And uh he was throwing he that motherfucker though for a minute. He looked good, but he ain't Russell. So hopefully Geno don't owe anybody any money. All right. <laughs> the Jets failed to the Falcons 27 to 20. It looked like the Jets were gonna Finally do something, but, I mean, you know, they're the Jets. And Ray and I both took the Falcons. So Buck and Eminem took a chance on the Jets. didn't work out. And then you had Philadelphia 21, Carolina 18. And 72,000 people at Bank of America Stadium watched this game. And Eminem, y'all were able to get a late touchdown from Jalen Hurts and a two-point conversion to pull out the W, man, y'all, 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 y'all look good down the stretch.
3: Yeah, yeah, man. And then uh, the defense, man, they, they, they came to play, you know, Uh, uh, Cox and Hargrave had a sack apiece. Uh, Darius Slay had two picks, you know, uh, 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 Alex Singleton. I've been real critical of him. He had a a real good game, you know, over nine, 10 tackles, something like that. So, you know, it was one of them things where we were swarming, and it um, but the, you know, Carolina, you know, they are uh, a lot better offensively than a lot of people think with Donald. You know, um, so so we had to come with it, but man, I'm 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 proud of it. I love it, and then you know, we starting to stretch the field more with with uh, of course, utilizing Smith, but Quiz Watkins really coming on. I know he was doing that at U S M, but you know, I didn't. I didn't think, you know, even know if he was going to, you know, uh, what would equate to in the NFL, but he's really starting to come on strong. So that's helping a lot, uh, you know, with the with the big play capability. And then uh, Sunday, uh, Hurts ran more, so that's a good thing. But that, that, to me, that, you know, he's never going to be probably that type of quarterback that just do it strictly with his arm. So uh, to me, that kind of balances things and and help keep other teams off balance, so I, I like that out of him. And then it didn't hurt that we had uh, Lane Johnson back uh, from whatever you know mental thing he was dealing with, and then he yeah. um, came back off injury, so they helped two on offense on the line.
0: Yeah, but uh, man, y'all held Sam Darnold to a forty-four passer rating. Chuba Hubbard did have a hundred yards rushing, uh, but I mean the passing game was non-existent for Carolina. Jalen Hurts was 22 of 37 for 198, no touchdowns and an interception. So he wasn't stellar. He did run the ball nine times for 30 yards and two touchdowns. Um, But it was a gritty game, but y'all were able to pull it off. You didn't win the time of possession battle. Matter of fact, they had 11 more minutes of time of possession. Um, The yardage was pretty even. You barely won the turnover battle, but you all got it done, man. It was a gritty game. And so, um, you are able to were able to pull it off, and you were the only person who picked Philadelphia. So you got the win on that one, Eminem. <laughs> and all right. Uh the Saints 33, the football team 22. Jameis Winston 279 yards passing in that one. And Eminem and Buck took the Saints in that game. And then we have Tampa Bay 45, the Dolphins 17, Tom Brady threw for a mile. Everybody took Tampa Bay in that game. And, man, there were some high expectations for the Dolphins when this season started, and that's gone out the window, like, with the quickness. And Pittsburgh 27, Denver 19. The Steelers go to 2-3. and three. Denver drops their second in a row to go to 3-2. and two. And, Buck, y'all got off to a good start. You kind of went to sleep down the stretch, but you were able to hold them off. What do you think about how your guys played on Sunday?
1: Well, it was about the running game. I mean, the running game was starting to evolve a little bit during the Green Bay game last week. Um, but, you know, when you get behind, you kind of you make yourself one dimensional. And you, can't, you can't really use the running game. But the thing that I liked about, you know, everybody was talking about Big Ben, can't get the ball down and all that kind of stuff. We and Like I said in the preseason, our line has to jail first. And the line is starting to jail. I mean, yeah, we got tons of injuries on both sides of the ball. Um, but I knew this was a game that we could come in there and win. Um, Juju got his shoulder, knocked the shoulder out of place, and he's out for the rest of the season. But, I mean, it's next man up mentality. Um, my whole defensive line has gone except for Hayward. So the guys, we're finding out. That we got depth. I mean, we've having guys step up like Henry Mondo. Um, he he had a sack during the game. Um, um, Ray McLeod's starting to step up a little bit. Um, even you know, he's five foot eight, but he, you know, he's out there, he's doing doing things. All three tight ends had kept it. Ben was spreading the ball around. Um, you know, we're getting the ball downfield, we're getting it, we were getting five yards and a cloud of dust on Sunday. The line is starting to jail. So we're starting to peak a little bit at the right time. We still got a lot of injuries. I'm glad after the Seattle game we have a bye. But I think things are really starting to come together for us. Um, once we can get healthy, you know, I think we can make a significant run. I mean, so we just got to keep, you know, one game at, one game at a time mentality. Um, got to work on um, Harris's cramps a little bit. This is something that he actually dealt with when he was in Alabama. Um, it was a hot day. You know, the Pittsburgh's kind of getting that Indian summer Like a lot of those other places up north Um, but I think That's something from a nutrition and hydration Standpoint we can straighten out Um, but in any Event we got the job done, the defense stepped up In the end, we had some turnovers Um, we got guys stepping up So um, We made some roster moves Today as well and got an- another receiver To kind of replace Juju But it's really going to be kind of hard to replace him But, um everybody got to step up. So I feel confident in, in what we got going on right now. So glad I'm glad we were able to get the victory.
0: Yeah. And I don't know, like Juju to me, I mean, this season hasn't done much of anything. I mean, um, his best game was probably six catches for 41 yards um, against, against the Raiders. But I mean, he only has 15 catches and 129 yards on the season in five games, and uh, well, I know he was hurt um, in the fifth game. Um, I know they had talked about trading him. Of course, they can't trade him now. So, uh, I mean, I feel like he's caught his last pass as a stealer. But Nigel Harris had 122 yards rushing, so he he got going. And Big Ben was only sacked once, so the offensive line did did a better job uh, when, when it comes to that. And now he was, he was hit (laughs) um, seven times, but um, he only, I'm I'm sorry. Actually, that was uh, what you call it. Got hit um, all those times. But uh, I mean, so he's, he's doing a little better, but y'all were able to pull this, this off, man. And um, you and I were the only ones that took the Steelers in this game. Um, I I felt like Denver, well, I didn't think Bridgewater was going to play, but he did play and they still didn't get it done. But, uh, So, we will move on. Let's see what's next. The Vikings broke the Lions' heart yet again. 19-17. I think the Lions is the only team to lose, what, two games on field goals in the last second? Like in a, yeah. I, I can't remember. They broke some kind of history behind that, but they lost 19-17. to 17. Dan Campbell was crying in the press conference, and I mean, dude, really wants to win, but I, I don't, I don't know if you need to cry at a press conference, but
1: not if you' the uh, coach.
0: But all of us took Minnesota, so I don't think any of us going to be taking Detroit anytime So uh said, Tennessee, Tennessee, thirty-seven, Jacksonville, nineteen, and I thought Jacksonville. Played pretty well for a little while. I think they got a, It was a bad call, but I think they got on a touchdown It looked like Lawrence had. I don't know. I only saw like part of the high... I know it's a controversial call, but uh, Eminem and I took Tennessee and Ray and Buck, I guess, thought that Jacksonville were going to raise up, but that didn't happen. And the Patriots beat the Texans 25-22. And... Ray, what do you think about this Mills guy that quarterback for, for Houston? Because oh, David he's Mills got some him. pretty good pretty good games, man. He was twenty-one for twenty nine, three twelve and three touchdowns.
2: No well, he I, I, if I'm correct, I believe he was a the sixth quarterback taken out out of the top five quarterbacks. If I'm, if I'm correct about that in draft. I mean he's mm-hmm. very uh he's, he's very good, good quarterback. I think he can be a star in this league. And um, you know, he showed a lot of poise, a lot of heart, a lot of determination. And you know, I think he's only gonna get better. But yeah, um because like they had that game yeah. until, you know, they just started man making that making that comeback and you know the Sean Watson, I mean the people don't 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 care about you know this the situation they just want to humiliate you and take money out your pocket and stuff like that otherwise he wouldn't be on the football team in the first place so yeah. i don't know what they're doing you know but exactly. davis mills is, is, is a very good quarterback and i think he could probably even be the quarterback of the future and they can get some of these other much needed pieces for the sean watson if they was to trade him, but they got to come off of that three number ones or four number ones and, two seconds and all that. Yeah, you, you're not going to get all that. You know, no. you want to get uh, two first rounds and maybe a second round and, or something like that, then that's one thing. But, you know, but Davis Mills, I, 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 like, the, I like the way he plays. He's scrappy. He's not scared. And, you know, he, he makes really good decisions with the football. So, okay. I, I, I like it. All right. All of us took New England in
0: that one. And so, we had the Packers 25, Cincinnati 22 in overtime. A bunch of missed mixed kicks in this game. It was a bunch of missed kicks on all weekend, but there were some missed kicks in this one. Um uh, that you know, I thought the funniest one was the guy from uh Cincinnati missed the kick, but he it looked good when he kicked it, and so he started celebrating, and by the time he turned around, he realized it hooked a little bit to the left, so that wasn't embarrassing at all. But uh Ray Buck and, Ray Buck and I took Green Bay. Eminem took Cincinnati, Was Cincinnati normally gives Green Bay problems. I think they had won like four out of the last six or something against Green Bay. I can't remember.
1: That shit wasn't happening there. Sometimes you got to go against them damn trends.
0: Yeah, so uh, the Chargers beat the Browns 47-42. Justin Herbert threw for 398 yard, Ninety-eight yards. Nick Chubb had 161 yards rushing, and Mike Williams had 165 yards receiving. I think the Chargers looked really good, man. Um, they had problems uh, stopping the Browns, but they couldn't be stopped themselves. It was a close game. It came down to uh, really just having—I mean, if the Browns had a few more sec, a few more seconds on the clock. Maybe they could have gotten closer to, to, to take the win in this one. But um, I don't know if you all saw it. It was a really good game, and yeah. Eminem, Buck, and I. All took the Chargers, and uh,
2: Ray was hating on the Chargers.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: nah, the Browns, the Browns had the game. They just lost it.
0: Yeah, they did.
2: Uh-huh. They did. All right. So Bears
0: twenty, Raiders nine. Bears go to three and two. Raiders drop to three and two. Fifty nine thousand people at Allegiant Stadium watched this game. Uh, I thought that stadium held more than fifty-nine thousand people. But anyway, um, Ray, the the Bears got out on y'all early in the in, in the second in the first half rather, and you all just didn't recover. It was just field goal, field goal, field goal. You couldn't capitalize on um uh, and get any touchdowns.
2: Um, yeah, we we just didn't use the weapons we. The way- they supposed to be used. I don't know whether the guys come out flat because of everything that's happened or what the situation is. But Darren Waller, we all know he's practically unstoppable. You know, you're not targeting a guy. You're not throwing him enough passes. You know, Hunter Winfrey was one of the best receivers in the league. Not getting a guy the ball like you need to. He probably got more catches than anybody else. But Brian Edwards, you're not using him. Henry Rose, you're not using him deep the way he's supposed to. Fosterman Rose, one of the, the, the best underrated tight ends in the league. You can't you guys can't even get a pass. And to me, you got to blame somebody, whether it's Derek Carr, you got to blame John Gruton or whatever. These guys are weapons. You got to use them. We're not using them. And then, you know, we, we hurt. We got two players hurt on the offensive line, and then we got, you know, our defensive backs is hurt. So, you know, that's going to hurt us because we have nobody to cover receivers. That's why Justin Fields was throwing the ball on us like that. And not that he had a a great game, but he had a game better than he had been having two games ago. And, you know, it it was no- This is a game that we should absolutely – should have won before the game started. Now they jumped on us, and we never was really in it, in it the whole game. But on paper, we should have beaten these guys. And how we played the first four games. Now Chargers, we go up there and lose. We almost had the game up and stuff. Everybody can understand that Chargers. They they beast on offense and defense. But a team like the Bears, man, we sh- you know we should have beat these guys. 28 to 14, but they got the win and we got the loss and we got two two losses and we coming up on Broncos one of us gonna lose three in a row so we got super twenty and okay. yeah all
0: right yeah it was uh, I mean Justin Fields didn't do anything he was 12 for 20 111 yards of touchdown four yards rushing. Uh, Derek Carr was 25 for 35, 22 for 35, 206 yards, no touchdowns and interceptions sacked three times. Uh, so the offense just couldn't get going. And, you know, maybe it was, uh, it was just all the distractions from the whole Gruden thing going on, but, uh, it's just, I know Khalil Max like dad, they trade me from Oakland and then the last game I played against Gruden is, is against them against the Raiders, but, but all of us took the Raiders in that game. So we all lost that one and Dallas 44, the giants 20 and Eminem Charles, Charles Cage was hitting me up during this game. He was highly upset. Um, Cowboys <laughs> go to four and one, the giants dropped to one and four, 93,000 people at Cowboys stadium. And so, I mean, in this game, I mean, it seemed like the, the Giants were were hanging in there for a minute. Then their players started dropping like flies, man. Saquon is like Saquon is like the Carson Wentz of the New York Giants. I mean, this 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 dude just it just like stuff just happens to him, man. He rolled his ankle stepping on somebody's foot, and I mean, his ankle swelled up like a balloon. I don't know if y'all saw it or yeah, not, man. Yeah, I yeah, y'all saw it. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. like a yeah. grapefruit. Yeah. And so and then Daniel Jones got knocked out trying to run a touchdown on the sidelines. Yeah.
1: You get um, wilder. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then
0: Kenny got, Galladay, um, he left the game after only getting three targets. And so, uh, I, I mean, Mike Glennon, you know, was decent, but. Uh, I, they just couldn't get anything going. They and they had the injuries that didn't help. So it was insult to injury, so to speak, literally. And Dallas is just rolling on offense, man. Zeke is getting it done. Zeke is getting it done as far as just being consistently getting five yards a pop, and then Tony Pollard is doing the same. And both of them are averaging over five yards um, a carry right now. Dak was efficient, twenty-two of thirty-two for three hundred two. Three touchdowns. He did have an interception and got sacked twice, um, and lost a fumble. So, but I mean, we did get some takeaways back. Uh, Trayvon Dig six games in a I mean what five games in a row with inter- was at least one interception, and so he's still doing his thing. And he actually got his hands on That's, two more balls.
3: That that is crazy.
0: And yeah, I mean, in this like, um. I don't, I don't know, man. It, 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 it's, it's, weird because, he, and I, I know at some point he's gonna come across some offensive coordinator that's gonna kind of use his aggressiveness f- against him. Hey, but man, um, the Devon P. Adams will to shake him
2: out of his drawers.
1: All I can say, you know, at this point, you know, we, he's got what six interceptions in five games.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and I think know, he that, has, that thing, I think he has nine out of his last. Is it nine out of his last 10 games or eight out of his last 10 games, something like that? All I can say is
1: this. They better start looking at that night train lane record because that's going, you know, that's 14 and that's been the standard. Um, That might come down if this kid keeps on on the pace that he's putting up right
0: now. I honestly think if he gets to eight or nine, they're going to stop throwing his way Um, if they have any sense if he gets that high. But we'll see. I mean, the Cowboys record is uh, I think Everson Walls had 11 as a rookie back in um, 80 or 81, whenever that was. And so, I mean, he, he definitely can get that. But I, I just want him to maintain his consistency and keep it going. I don't want to count my eggs before a hatch. But I'm very happy with how he's been playing. And Michael Parsons, who was big on a goal line stop uh, during the game. I mean, he stood somebody up. I mean, that dude had uh, eight tackles and three quarterback hits, and so and he played linebacker for most of the game. So to get three quarterback hits, and then Reggie Randy Gregory had two quarterback hits. Man, nobody can hold him. And and I'm thinking like, dang, you know, Demarcus Lawrence comes back, and uh, we got two other defensive tackles that are still out. So. I don't know what they're going to do as far as adjusting the roster when these people coming back, but that I means to be plenty of depth. But it's good to see the young players playing well. You know that's 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 what happens when you draft well, man. It just gives you, gives you hope as far as the future is concerned. No doubt. But uh, Lyle Collins got denied for his little injunction to halt the suspension, which Lyle Collins only had one game left. I think he was doing this to try to get his game checks back. From the money that he's missed. And the thing about it, Terrence Steele has been playing so well on the right side, I'm afraid to even put Lyle back, even though I know he's a better player. But uh, you know, sometimes when you have that chemistry, you almost don't want to mess with it. Uh, so the Cowboys got some decisions to make as far as the roster is concerned in a few weeks, and some of these good players are going to get get waived and they're not gonna end up on a practice squad. Somebody's gonna pick them up, but uh I'm definitely enjoying this. Why I can't have had a four game winning streak since 2018. So I'm hoping they can um, remain consistent and keep it going. But as far as this game is concerned, um, let's see. Ray and Buck and I took Dallas. And of course, Eminem took the Giants because he hates the Cowboys. And. <laughs> So let's see. N-
3: nah. No. Nah. see without I, them injuries, though, I think the game would have went the other way.
1: Nah. Big dummy. Nah.
0: And so, <laughs> Arizona 17. San Francisco 10. Uh Kyle Murray, 239 yards passing. And I, I mean, San Francisco were keeping it tight. You know, I mean, they played a lot closer than what I thought. But down the stretch, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins had had his, little, had his touchdown to opening up 17-7, to seven, and the 49ers cut it to seven with four minutes left. But that was pretty much it. Arizona's the only undefeated team left at 5-0. and 0, But they do have a problem since um, Chandler Jones is going to be out uh, we don't know for how long, but he got, he test positive for COVID. And so he's going to be out of the next game. And I mean, this dude has five sacks and two forced fumbles in his first five games this year. So they'll miss his presence, but I'm not sure who they play. They play Cleveland next week. So, I mean, they would have liked to have had challenge going on the road against Cleveland, but all right. So um, all of us took Arizona in that game. Monday night game, very good, man. Our primetime games have really not disappointed us this year. All of the primetime games seem like they've been either really exciting or kind of close now. The final score, of course, of this one wasn't really close, but it was kind of an exciting game for the first half. The rain delay kind of, that lightning delay kind of messed things up. But uh, Buffalo won 38-20. to 20. They did win convincingly. And I mean, for whoever wants to talk on this, man, are we seeing the changing of the guards? Is Buffalo the new dominant team in the AFC? Or this is just one game that they got over and come playoff time, one of y'all would still probably take Kansas City to win. Uh
1: Kansas City's done as far as as far as I'm concerned. Um, ever since the Super Bowl, um, you know, the that cover two def- you know, cover two type defense and you know pretty much keeping some guys at home you know trying to keep an eye on Patrick Mahomes is really kind of that's kind of like been the blueprint and so far this year Kansas City really hasn't really broken away from anybody um when it comes to you know they've won some games but you know they're not winning them convincingly so you know it's a it's that's the that's the main defense that's really kind of stopping them but it's even more so than that. I mean, they're just not getting, you know, getting the ball to their playmakers um, enough. Um, they're getting behind early in games, and they having to, you know, they've become one-dimensional. Um, you know, you can't do all that cute stuff. I mean, you can do all that cute stuff when you're winning games and, you know, sidearming the ball and, you know, throwing the ball like, you know, like Bernie Crowstar used to back in the late eighties, early nineties. You know, he can get away with that when you got to leave. But when you're behind, you know, all that all the fun stuff has been taken away from him. So, you know, I think they really kind of got to get back to basics and start playing regular-style football instead of, you know, Mahomes is a good quarterback. You know, he's got a Super Bowl ring. So, you know, at the same time, sometimes you can get too cute. And Kansas City has been, you know, being too cute. And they're going to have to kind of, reel themselves back in because teams kind of caught up to them now. So pretty much, you know, they can be beaten any week and you got a strong, you know, their division is pretty strong too. You know, Denver's coming up. The Raiders are coming up. Um, you know, everybody in the division is coming up. So with all that being said, you know, they got a lot of work to do and um, they need to start start on that next week.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to write Kansas City I, off yet, but nah, I I, they, they I think they still, definitely I, got some work to do.
1: Yeah, they, they
3: just got to get back to – they have to just evaluate and, and look at what made them be who they are and fear, and that was the years they had Kareem Hunt because you couldn't just lock down on Mahomes, and that you know that just let him be him. So I think if they uh, focus more on uh, – the running game and just kind of take some of the eyes off of, of just the passing game. I think they'll go back to just doing what they do, but, uh, but to write them off, nah, Now, nah, when the playoffs start, I, I think you still going to see the same Kansas city. I mean, I don't, you know, uh, it's, it's hard to just be in the NFL and just beating teams. And, you know, every year you start out, you know, one, two losses for the whole year. I mean, that's shit hard to do. But uh, but as far as the, the team itself, they still got their nucleus. Course starts with Mahomes then you know, Travis Kelsey and then uh, Tariq Hill. So as long as they got the three-headed monster like that, all they have to do is just kind of, you know, fine-tune some things, but mainly focus more on that running game. slow Slow stuff down and throw teams off a little bit. They do yeah. that. They 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 should be okay.
0: Yeah, I um, I, getting Chris Jones healthy definitely helps. They got to figure their defense out. I think the offense will come around. They got to finish figure that defense out. And as far as our predictions on that game, uh, Ray and Buck both took Buffalo. Ray had them winning by three. Buck had them winning by four. But um, they had Buffalo on that one. And the Monday night game, which ended up being a really good game, um, unless you're you don't like the Ravens. And the Ravens got past Baltimore 31 to 25 in overtime to go to four and one. Baltimore, Baltimore. The Indianapolis Colts dropped to one and four. And this game so like Indianapolis was in control and they Just let Baltimore creep back in it. I mean, it was 25-9 to with 12 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And then, you know, Ravens, you know, Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews, and then Marquise Brown to, to seal the deal. Lamar Jackson had 442 passing yards, only six incompletions. He was 37 for 43, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Uh, He still didn't have a, uh, he said passer rating was 140. How can a man have 400 yards and only six incompletions and four touchdowns and still have a rating of 140, but um, he added 62 yards rushing and Mark Andrews targeted 13 times, but had 11 catches for 142 and two touchdowns. Marquise Brown targeted 10 times was nine for 125 and two touchdowns. So, I mean, whoever want to comment on this, these guys were efficient on offense. I don't know if I've seen Baltimore this efficient on offense like that. And outside of Lamar, nobody else ran the ball well. But um, they did what they had to do to get this one done, and it was it was an exciting game to watch. For whoever was coming.
3: Yeah, wants yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I think uh, – uh, I think the Colts, you know, played a a real good game. Uh, the running backs were just stellar, especially in the short passing game. Uh, you know, helping Wentz out. Wentz had some nice uh, some nice passes all game, but uh, I I think the surprise in Baltimore now it didn't start out like that, but it's like um, they look like a different team. They, they look like a team that that's experimenting with learning to win in different ways. So, um, of course, the kicking game didn't, 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 uh, didn't help Indianapolis any. But, uh, but I think that they look really determined. And, and uh, I think uh, Lamar is showing more maturity as far as, like, uh, you know, when things not going so good or they get behind you know, to finally stay focused and realize that you are the leader of the team, whether you want to be or not, and, you know, you can't show uh, a lack of confidence by, you know, hitting yourself in the head and all this shit that, you, you know, normally would mm-hmm. do when they would kind of do something. Now, I still question the, the what they called the a fumble. To me, it looked like his knee still was down before the ball came out.
0: Uh, I question that backwards, um, that forward pass they said on the lateral. On that fumble recovery, I thought it looked good to me.
3: Yeah, so it's, It's it's, you know, not not just that game, but just all throughout this season, I'm noticing that some of the calls that look like would be things that uh, wouldn't stand or get turnovers. you know, I don't know. It's like, uh, it was one game I was watching, something was just like, damn, this should be obvious, but it still was different. Uh, So, uh, I think that's kind of, lending to some of the closer games and more exciting games is like um, the way you, things are being officiated. Um, I know it was one with some straight-up bullshit. Um, uh, I know one of the ones, Duke Head got pushed down and then he got him retaliated. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. then, then, uh, That that could have ended the game, but I was like, boy, that would have been sad. So, yeah. uh, even though all he had to do was make the field goal. So I guess it was karma because I'm like, man, it's just like, I I think they ought to look at that in the future. Just be something somebody can challenge, like where there's nothing wrong with punishing the person who did something, but at least get the one who did it first. I mean, back in the day, yeah, if the ref didn't see it, but now it's like everybody watching it. So it's just like, damn, you know, you, you know, everything else being reviewed, I mean, you know, seem like that could be something to at least stand for a challenge. So
0: yeah, true. And,
3: and let the shit all sit, if nothing else. But outside of that, like I say, uh, I think uh, you know, even defensively, I think Baltimore is starting to learn how to play different because Matthew Judon was a huge part of their defensive front, and uh, sometimes when you lose a guy like that, it take a while for the defense to kind of gather themselves and 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 find their identity. So I'm thinking some of that's starting to come into play too.
0: Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take a look at next week and wrap this thing up. Um, As far as the predictions on that game, um, Ray, Eminem, and I all took Baltimore. Uh, Ray had Baltimore by six, which they won by six. Eminem had Baltimore by eight. And I had Baltimore by six. Uh, Ray had it 21 And all right, as far as the standings are concerned, uh, let's see, I was 12 and 4. So my second week in a row with me having well, third week if you include a time, week three. Second week in a row of me having the, the lead, I was 12 and four. Eminem and Buck were 10 and 6, and Ray was nine and seven. The overall standings: I'm fifty-five and twenty-five. Ray is fifty and thirty. Buck is forty-eight and thirty-two, and Eminem is forty-six and thirty-four. All right. And so, and I'll make a note that, like, you know, four of those losses are Eminem picking against Dallas, probably. (laughs) Ooh. All right, so let's go Thursday night. Eminem, Tampa Bay at Philadelphia.
3: Uh, upset special, man. Gronk's <laughs> out. Uh, the old oh, man baby starting baby to baby. show his <laughs> age. He kind of dinged up a little bit, even though he's still gonna play. But uh, you know, what I, I, you know, defense starting to hone in or whatever. I think it's gonna really kind of um uh, kiss Tampa off guard. So yeah, yeah. Philly right. by seven.
1: You need we some of this, man. I geese off. Uh, I geese some yeah. of this. Yeah. Uh,
0: what's, what's the score, Eminem? Yeah. Right Give me a score.
1: A score? Uh, yeah. This is your thing. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. 31-24. All
0: right. And right, who you got? Tampa at Philly.
2: Tampa Bay.
0: All right. I think Tampa
2: Buck.
1: Bay 37-21. Uh, but. <laughs> Tampa Bay, 45, Eagles, 17.
2: Oh.
1: All right. You got I'm, jokes, Buck. Right. No, I don't.
0: I'm going with Tampa Bay. I'm going with Tampa Bay on this one. All right. Miami at Jacksonville. I'm actually taking Jacksonville in the upset on this
1: one. Buck, who you got? Man, nobody give a damn about this game. You just take your girlfriend out for the week for the, to the mall or some shit. Go get something to eat. Um hell I don't even give a damn, but I I don't know who the hell picked. I'll I'll take Jacksonville. I'm not right. Jacksonville.
2: Ray. Yeah, I'm gonna take uh Jacksonville. I think it's it's uh Trevor Lawrence in time. They've been knocking at the door for a while, but I think they are gonna get there. Okay. Eminem?
3: It's just not a heavy confident pick, but I I it, it, Miami just looked too good in the beginning of the year to just totally just bottom out like the way they starting the trend. So I think they this might be a uh, make or break game right here. So I'm gonna say Miami.
0: Okay, all right, Eminem stick with you. Green Bay at Chicago. Oh, uh, Green Bay. All right, I got Green Bay. Right, who you got? Green Bay. What? Green Bay. All right, clean sweep on that one. Buck, Buck, Cincinnati at Detroit.
1: I ain't picking Detroit and shit. <laughs> Cincinnati. Eminem? <laughs> yeah, Cincinnati.
0: Right. Cincinnati. All right, I got Cincinnati. And Houston at Indianapolis. I got Indianapolis. Ray,
2: who you got? You say Indianapolis and who? Houston at Indianapolis. Yeah, I'm going to take Indianapolis for that one. All right. And Buck. Indianapolis.
0: Eminem.
3: Yeah, Frank and Wentz. So
0: Indianapolis. All right. And Eminem, the Rams at the Giants. Oh, Rams! How can you take the Giants this week?
1: <laughs> you ain't have enough Canadian mids.
2: I'm
0: taking I'm taking the Rams. Uh Ray who do you have Rams at the Giants.
1: The Rams. Buck. Rams in 21.
0: All right. Kansas City at Washington. Buck, who you got?
1: I'm gonna take Kansas City, but I, I don't feel comfortable about it. All right.
2: Ray. Um, uh, I'm gonna have to take Kansas City. Eminem,
0: KC. All right, I got KC as well. Uh, Minnesota at Carolina. I got Minnesota. This is a tough one. Eminem, who you got?
3: They at Carolina. Uh, yeah. Carolina, Carolina.
1: All right, Buck. Uh, I'm going Minnesota.
2: All right, Ray. Oh, I'm thinking the Vikings. All right, the Chargers
0: at the Baltimore Ravens. Ray, who you got?
2: I got Baltimore.
0: All right, and then he go hating on the AFC with.
2: Oh, man. <laughs> the Ravens playing
0: involved. <laughs> uh, I'm sticking with the Chargers. I'm sticking with them. Eminem, who you got? Ooh, this is a tough one. Um,
3: I'm going to take the Ravens only because they're at home.
1: All right, Buck. Taking the Chargers. I, I think the Chargers don't own to something right now, and it's going to be hard to stop them. I, I think the Chargers going to win it. All
0: right. And uh, Arizona at Cleveland without Chandler Jones. Buck, who you got?
1: Arizona.
0: Okay, i ain't gonna pick my body in the AFC North Eva. Ray, who you got? I pick
1: Cincinnati fool. And
0: who's uh, at yeah, home? I guess
2: Detroit. Is, is Cleveland at home? Yeah, yeah, Cleveland's at home. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll, I think I'm going to have to go with Cleveland. All oh, my men Kyler Mary, is doing the thing. I have to go with Cleveland. All right. Eminem?
0: Um, Arizona, man. Okay.
2: And Ray, Vegas at Denver. I'm taking Vegas in a 24 21 game. 24 24, 21. 21.
0: Okay. And Eminem, who you got? Vegas at Denver.
3: Hey, did anybody get hurt in the Denver Pittsburgh game? Significant. I didn't see
0: that. Not that I know of.
3: No. Okay. Nobody did. Okay, uh, oh, I'm take I, 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 I thought they
2: did. Their defensive oh, really?
3: backs did. They have no
1: defensive yeah. backs left. Oh, okay. Yeah,
3: Denver has no defensive backs.
1: That's they all, all of them, all of them off the practice squad. Every single one of them.
3: Oh shit. Well, let me take Vegas then.
1: All right, but uh, I'm going to take Denver in this one simply because all the drama. I don't know if the Raiders will be able to kind of. Get over all the drama that's going on this week. I'm going to take Denver in a very close game.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders played better with our group. And
1: that's what I think uh, going to happen. That's
3: how, uh, that's, they, I think if it were for that shit, they would have uh, beat the Bears by 20-something. But They should have.
0: <laughs> all right. Dallas at New England. I got Dallas winning this one 35-17. Ray, who you got?
2: Please. Dallas playing who? New England at New England. Oh man, let me let me let me have the Patriots. Me and Matt Jones, hot as a pistol. All right.
1: Eminem. Uh
3: man, I'm gonna have to go Belichick over McCarthy every time.
1: Belichick. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> man, Dallas Dallas gonna roll the New England Patriots. It, it might be another twenty-one game, uh, da- Dallas. Dallas and the will a blowout.
0: All right. And Buck Seattle at Pittsburgh Sunday night. Pittsburgh. Give me a score.
1: Um, twenty-seven, twenty-four.
0: All right. And Seattle is expected to release um Trey Flowers. Trey Flowers. Back. Trey Flowers. So yeah. He's gonna be. He, he, he asked to be job.
2: released.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: He lost his starting job. All right. Twenty-seven, twenty-four. Ray, Who you
2: got? Seattle at Pittsburgh. Man, no Russell Wilson, Pittsburgh.
3: Thirty-six
2: to sixteen. Golly. Yeah,
3: dog.
0: And Emmanuel.
3: Yeah, I like Geno, but I don't like him that much. So I'm going Pittsburgh. A score uh I, like, shit. Seats? Yeah, 27
0: know. uh 16 all right so what oh, i'll do like G-2. on the on the sunday <laughs> and monday night games i'll ask y'all for the score and i'll ask i'll also ask you for your score whenever it's your team. all right and i'm going with um Pittsburgh 23 21 and
2: with no russell wilson
0: yeah, I, I in Pittsburgh, I ain't got a lot of confidence in the Steelers. I mean, they start running the ball consistently, maybe,
2: but and Man, then Nodgie they Harris, them, all they, they got to go, do is give the ball. And, 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 and Seattle can't stop a no lead. No way. Yeah,
3: Najee uh, Harris might have two hundred in this game. No right. We
1: might break the single season rushing record on them fools. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So Monday night we got Buffalo at Tennessee. I got Buffalo winning 31 um,
2: oh, yeah. 20. Ray, what Buffalo. do you think? Buffalo gonna beat their ass like they supposed to. What score? Oh, score? I'm gonna go with Buffalo 38,
1: Tennessee 17. Mm. But Buffalo 35, Tennessee 21. Eminem?
3: Oh, man. Uh, I think this going to go in overtime. Uh, Tennessee 27, Buffalo 24. Ooh, oh, okay.
0: okay. All right. All right. And then the bye week, we got Atlanta, the Saints, the Jets, and the 49ers all have the bye. So, only going to be 14 games that's go around. So, all right. So, we got our picks locked in. Real quick, man, we got to talk about Alabama and Texas A&M. Yes, Texas a and pulled off that upset 41-38, and man, it was like, you know, Texas A&M's not a bad team, but it, it was like Alabama kept letting them hang around, hang around, and they got more confident, more confident, and uh, they knocked down the field goal when they needed it and took them boys out of there, and so what y'all think about that game?
1: You know, it's, it was a good game. I mean, if you watch the game like I did, it was really, really exciting. Um, it was good to be off on Saturday, I can tell you. I, I have to say that. Uh, it was pretty fun. But anyway, um, watching that game was just – I was sitting there amongst a bunch of Alabama fans watching the game before the fight, and um, it, was, it was very exciting. But, you know, a lot of history in that game. I mean, simply because this is the first time Nick Saban's – one of his assistants has ever beaten him. Yeah. Um but the, thing, the, the, the main thing to take away from this game is Alabama has played a lot of really not a whole lot of strong teams so far this year. And we kind of figured that Texas A&M might bring a little thunder with them. And they brought some. Um, you know, they turned about, They did some uncharacteristic-like things. Um, I think Alabama kind of came into this game overconfident, thinking that they could, it was an automatic win. And sometimes when you do that, or if you get a lead, um, you got a little bit too comfortable. So there were some things, yeah, you just got out coached and that's something you just don't normally see from a Nick Saban team. So um, it wasn't a surprise to me because Texas AM and were kind of close last year. Um, but it was good to see, because it was good to see them Alabama fans just kind of like, look like a bunch of raisins for once. Yeah. Well,
3: the, 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 the Texas a and to me, my takeaway from it, like they had a, a, a hell of a performance in the running game, and then they took special team series. And that's two of the, um, two of the formulas you, you can have to compete with a team that, you know, recruit for recruit is, is you know, tops you out. So, you, you know, you you run that thing, and, and then you do your thing on special teams, getting in a good field position. You know, uh, blocking kicks, coming after punts, you know, getting good returns and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes that'll tilt the tide just enough in your favor. So I think
0: that's what happened. Yeah. So, and um, it was an interesting game. Also, I mean, Georgia shut down Auburn, thirty-four to ten. Iowa got over Penn State, twenty-three to twenty.
2: That was a big win for them. I was for surprised. That number was Put a quarterback loss for him. Yeah, put quarterback loss for him. He's from Jersey, but he messed up out there.
0: But thinking of, but talking about quarterbacks, uh, man, Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma and Texas, uh, man, Texas about. jumped on Oklahoma twenty-eight to seven in the first quarter, and they they end up benching Spencer Rattler. And then, man, Oklahoma just came on in the second half and got 25 points in the fourth quarter and won 55-48. That was a crazy game. I have never seen Texas fans so sick.
1: I oh, mean, yeah. they, they was were dancing
0: good. all in the first quarter, and man, this game got out of hand. They couldn't stop it. Anybody check yeah, that did. game out?
1: Yeah, that was a, that oh, I got yeah. to see the second half of that. I, I, game. I didn't see that one. And you know, I kind of liked the Sooners anyway. And I was like, man, these guys are coming back. I just, once they sat, sat down Spencer Rattles, I'm going like, man, that other kid came in there and he was like, you mm-hmm. was like Joe Montana or something. I'm like, this kid is going to get these guys back in the game. So I was telling some people, I'm going like, y'all ain't going to believe it, but Oklahoma get ready to win. So a couple of Alabama fans looked at me going like, boy, you didn't too much to drink. I said, I hadn't had enough to drink yet. I said, you ain't seen enough to drink. I said, these boys going to come back and win. Sure enough, they came back to win, and I got a couple of shots. So, it was kind of fun. But um, bottom line of it is, I mean, they might have a you know, quarterback controversy over there in, in Oklahoma. I don't know. That's I sure man
0: Spencer Rattler going straight to that transfer portal. <laughs>
1: yep, probably,
0: yeah, probably is. So, he just – man, he didn't look good. But, uh, man, and then it's a crazy game because Oklahoma had a 200-yard rusher. Texas had a 200 yard receiver. Uh, Kennedy Brooks went for 217 yards rushing, and Xavier Worthy had 261 yards passing. I mean, yeah. receiving. So it was crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah. I should have known that Sunday was going to be just as crazy. Because if you if you were yeah. watching any of the games, I was sitting there watching the Steel game towards in the end of fourth quarter, and you look up at the you look up at the scoreboards of all the games done on TV. There were five teams that had 22 points in the fourth quarter. And I'm like, two, you know, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I'm going like, these games are tight. If you didn't enjoy football this weekend, there's something wrong with you. And yeah.
0: And they also had 13 mixed mix extra points, the most in uh, in the Super Bowl era in one day. Yeah. Uh, but, and yeah, that really,
3: Cincinnati game was absolutely ridiculous.
0: Yeah, so many missed kicks. But uh one more uh college game, Ole Miss fifty-two, Arkansas fifty-one, number seventeen yeah, versus man, number thirteen.
1: That was, that was an excellent game too. Yeah,
0: that game went back and forth, and I thought Arkansas were gonna pull it off too, man.
1: Uh I, I really did too, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Ole miss had a defense. Well, they just you know, the kick kicking game came down, came came into it again. But that kid for Arkansas, the quarterback for Arkansas, man, he's really, really good. He's really, really stepped in, you know, stepped up this season. Um, I, I think Arkansas has another big game this week. So uh, it's fun to watch yeah. Arkansas
0: football. K.J. Um, Jefferson, um, he's actually a Mississippi guy. I think he played yeah. uh, at South Panola. Yeah. Um or more was in North Panola. He played in one of the Panolas. East and so- Panola. And so um he was coming home essentially you know for this game but he he did a great job I and mean, he almost led them to victory they couldn't get that two point conversion uh which I don't have a problem yeah. coach going for two on the road in a game with no defense so I think he did yeah. the right thing they just didn't get it All right. Yeah. But all right, so I got three who am I's and we'll shut this thing down and cuz I know we're running on time here. And y'all ready? Let's do, Let's do it. All right. I am a six-foot-tall, 200-pound wide receiver, drafted out of Missouri Southern. Well, actually, I don't think he was drafted. Played uh, college ball at Missouri Southern. 51 years old, he played his whole career with the Denver Broncos from 95 until 2006. Rod Smith. Rod Smith. Roderick Smith, who has – Great numbers. I mean, just great yeah,
2: numbers. Borderline Hall of Fame numbers.
0: Yeah. All Gosh, right, smell. Am... <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: he got you, Ray. He got you. Right. I'm a six foot six, 290 pound defensive lineman, 53 years old, drafted in the seventh round. In nineteen ninety one, out of Emporia State by the Dallas Cowboys.
2: Oh man, that dumb joker, Larry <laughs> El.
1: Oh uh, no, that dumb
2: joker. Um, <laughs> dumb <what's> that boy <laughs> mean?
1: Oh, I, one that they had the fumble and shit. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. That's,
2: right, yeah, that's yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: what. Yeah, uh,
1: Leon Let. Leon Let. Yeah. All right. Yep.
0: Eminem Litt. got him. Eminem got him. Leon Let. Does anybody oh, know where boy, Emporia boy, State yeah. is? Kansas. Uh, is it? Uh, I thought yes, it was is it? Illinois, is it, maybe. It's in Kansas. It's Kansas, right? Kansas. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, but all right. Lay you couldn't beat me on that one, right? <laughs> I'm a five foot eleven, one hundred and eighty pound wide receiver. Don BB. <laughs> drafted number nine overall in two thousand seven by the Miami Dolphins out of Ohio State University. Who am I?
3: Oh uh, Edwards, that... Edwards. Nope. Braylon Edwards. Nope, nope. Um, and no. he played
0: for Miami. He played for San Francisco, Carolina Damn. twice. He played for Arizona. He played for the Saints. He played for the Bears.
2: Damn! Two thousand. Number.
0: He wore number, 19...
2: number nineteen. Oh, Chet uh, Chet Ch- Ch- Junior. That's me.
0: K again, yeah, damn. again, Yeah, Jr. Wow, I'm
2: like, man, man, who the hell is that? All right, yeah, so gonna, let me just, well, yeah,
3: he did start out with the Dolphins. I forgot
2: about that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Let, me, let me add another week for Ray.
2: <laughs> I would have had a clean sweep, man. I couldn't call Leon that for nothing. <laughs> nah, oh,
0: 12. I think Ray's won like 12 in a row.
2: I saw him sliding
0: his ass around in that damn snow I'm like, damn. The dumb one. (laughs) The dumb
2: one. All right, so
0: that's all I got, fellas. Y'all hold it down. You've been listening to the Very Unsportsmanlike podcast. You can find the show at podpage.com forward slash 15 yards. Everyone have a good one.